we saw uh, last week that when Christ came, the world changed. There's no doubt the first Christmas 20 centuries ago was a game changer. Why did Jesus come? Joseph was told by an angel that Mary will give birth to a son. And you ought to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. The name Jesus means salvation. It means Jesus. It talks about salvation. That's what his name means. And so he came to save us from what? Our sins. Jesus saves us. It's so important that you know this this morning. From our sins. The Bible sums it up like this. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the whole Bible. You would have heard me read it many times over the years. Not just read it, but quote it. It says, for he has made him. God has made Jesus who knew no sin, to be sin for us. That we might become, not just old sinners saved by grace, but that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. But I want to ask the question today, how does God do that? Well, there's many things I can say, but basically, God justifies and sanctifies his people. But what does that even mean? And today I want to take a look at that. First of all, number one, what is justification? And again, I guess my heart and my spirit as I share this the, this morning, I mean, we're talking a, a little bit of theology today, and theology is just a fancy word for teaching. And I guess my heart as a pastor is to be able to take things that sometimes are complicated and, and see if we can uh, uh, make them as simple as possible to help people like me understand them in a greater way. So that's what I hope to do. And I hope it encourage you, encourages you this morning. So what is justification? It's an important thing to understand. The great Bible teacher, John R. W. Stops, certainly one of the world's greatest Bible teachers, said this, nobody has understood Christianity who does not understand the word justified. I'll say it again. Nobody has understood Christianity who does not understand the word justified. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 says this, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, I want to tell you, you can know true peace with God. You can know it, not because of what you can do to achieve it, but because of what God has done on the cross to reveal it. Come on. You can know peace with God. You have been justified. If you are a follower of Christ today, understand, you have been justified. And because of that, you can know true peace with God. This is what we call justification. Through Christ dying on the cross, bearing our sin, paying our penalty, you are, we are made righteous. 
What does that mean? It simply means be, you are made right with God. How many think that's good news? How many need that? Amen. I, I, I don't know about you, but I, I need that. We are made right with God. In other words, we're declared not guilty. We are justified. And it's important for us to understand here today as we're talking about justification. Understand that justification is a legal term. It's a legal term. This is when we're talking about justification. Understand it is our legal position in Him. It's our legal position in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, and when there's a therefore, you need to know what it's there for. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if anyone is in Christ, anyone, that includes you here if you're a follower of Jesus. If anyone is in Christ, he is, not he was, not maybe he might be, he is a new creation. Oh, I'm trying to be a good person. No, no, no. Please understand what the Bible's saying here. It says, you are, if you're a follower of Christ, if you're in him, you are a new creation. The old has passed. It's gone. You've got to understand. Jesus has taken care of business. Somebody say amen. It's not maybe, it not might be. He's, he's trying his hardest. He has taken care of business. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Oh, I hope you get that in your spirit today. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. It's not going to come. It has come. It's already arrived. We are talking about your position in Christ. And then it says in verse 18, here's what you've got to understand. But I haven't done anything. You don't have to do anything because it says in verse 18, all this is from God. Because I want to tell you, there's nothing you can do to earn your salvation. There's nothing you can, oh, I need to be better. And man, I keep getting to church late. I'm going to get early and then I get brownie pot. No, you should get to church early. Come on, somebody. But if you're trying to earn brownie points for God, this, that, that's not how it works. Our salvation, your salvation, my salvation, all of it is from God. God did it. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. This is what he has done for us. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself. Colossians 2 verse 9 says, For in him, in Christ... It was all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And listen, here, here's what it says. Oh, if you don't get anything else today, just get this. And you, tap your neighbor and say he's talking to you. If you're watching online, tap the person on the couch next to you. I'm talking to you too. And you are complete in him. Not nearly there. Not you just about made it. No, friends, you've got to understand, in Him, you are complete. You can truly say, like they do on the movies from time to time, they say, He completes me. 
He has, well, because of what Christ has done, you are complete in him. That's so important because I meet Christians. I've been a Christian a long time now, and I still meet Christians. God, I don't know whether, I, I think God liked me yesterday, but I'm not sure about today. Because I said something last night, I did something before, and, and I, I'm not sure if God like. No, you have to understand, this has nothing to do with you. This is not about you. This is about Him. Stop making your Christianity about you and what you do. It's about trusting in what He has done for you. My Bible says that you are complete you know it's a good sermon when I'm spitting. <laughs> you are complete in Him. Don't doubt it. Oh, friend, if you don't get anything else I say in the course of this sermon tonight, I just want you walking out here of here today going, I'm complete in Him. I'm complete in Him. I'm complete in Him. Thank you, Jesus. I'm complete in you. The Apostle Paul's heart, crying Philippians chapter 3, was this, was that he may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of his own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, in him. The righteousness that comes from God, it's not from you. It comes from God on the basis of faith. All this is from God. That's why Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, There is therefore now, oh, I don't know how it was before, but there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. In Him, in Christ, we are justified. In Him, in Christ, we are made righteous. Someone put it like this. The definition of justification is just as if you have never sinned. The guilty declared innocent. Christ paid the price so you and I didn't have to. And I want to tell you, this is my, this is your legal stand this is my, this is your legal position in Christ, in Him. Remember, all of this is from God. And like I say, it's so important that you get this. C.I. Schofield said, said this, and I love this quote. He said, justification takes place in the mind of God and not in the nervous system of the believer. I tell you what, there's too many nervous believers. Oh, I don't know if God likes me. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Stop it. This is not about you. This is not about what you have done. This is so important. You grab this in your heart. This is what has been settled at Calvary. This is what God has taken care of. It's not to do with how you feel about something. This has nothing to do with how you feel. Stop. Well, I'm just used to, I just, I tried hard yesterday. It didn't work out. I thought I'd get up early and read my Bible, and I didn't. And I, stop it. All of those things are good to do, but not for a, to seek approval from God. He's already paid the price. 
I want you to understand here today that justification is a Bible fact, not a personal feeling. Justification is a Bible fact, not a personal feeling. All this is from God. And listen, when you fully understand your position, that enables you to fulfill Christ's mission in your life. When you understand, you can stand in right standing with God. That enables you to fulfill the mission that God has called you to. When you fully understand your position in Him, that enables you to stand up and fulfill Christ's mission for Him. And we have a mission to do. So I want you to know today, you are complete in Him. You are not going to be. You are a new creation. Colossians 3 verse 3 says, Your life is hidden with Christ in God. You are in Him. And so that's justification. Let's look at sanctification. What is sanctification? The easiest way to explain it is simply this. Justification is us in Him. That's what justification is. Us in Him. Sanctification is Him in us. Justification is us in Him. Sanctification is Him now in us. I am in Him. This is my justification. He is now in me. This is my sanctification. And so we've said that justification is a legal term. It's our legal standing Sanctification, however, is not a legal term. It's a temple term. But how does it, how does it work? Uh, simply in this way, when we receive Christ here, this is where we are in Him. We are in Him. We are, have right standing with God. We are justified. We can stand in a position where we are pure and holy, not because of anything we have done, but because of everything that Christ has done. That's why I, I, I tell you as, as Christians, sometimes, you know, people get saved multiple times. I look, I have no problem with, uh, with doing that, but when we, sometimes that's because we don't understand who we are in Christ, what He has accomplished for us, that we can stand, and not in my own righteousness, but in His righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, not your own. Seek Him first and, and be found as Paul was in Him. And then begins to send, when you, when you know that, then God can begin to work. He starts, he's like, right, I've got you. Here's your legal standing. Now I'm going to start working on the inside of you. This is where Christ is formed in us. Because how many know when we talk about new creation, you go, well, I can tell you I've got some parts that don't feel very new creation in my life. I've got some stuff going down. And my, 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 no, no, no. Remember, this is your legal position. Your legal position is you're a new creation. Of course, you've got stuff going on in our life. We all do. All of us have stuff going on. But that's, the, that's where Christ now is being formed in us. This is our sanctification. And I hope I spelled sanctification. Help me, Jesus. Go on. I hope I get it right. And if I don't, just don't say anything. I spell by faith. Come on. This is our sanctification. God's at work. See, what happens, you know, for a lot of Christians? They give their life to Christ. They go, oh man, God, I'm washed, I'm pure, I'm washed, hallelujah. 
And we go on for five days, six days, seven days. We just don't muck up. And then on the sixth day, we muck up. And then we go, well, I was, I, I was here and I was good. And now I'm just messed up. And then I try and, try and be a good person again. And try and get, I try and get back here. You're already there. Because it's got nothing to do with you. Your legal position, your legal standing has nothing to do with you. It's about what Christ has done. The Bible says you've been justified freely. What does that mean? At no cost to you. God did it. He paid the price so you didn't have to. He became guilty so you could be declared innocent. You're Barabbas. You were able to walk free. And Christ took your penalty. Christ paid your price. This is the glorious gospel that we can embrace. And, 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 and this is, because this is when I say, he who the sun sets free is free indeed. And this is what the freedom, this is, this is how it works. You can stand righteous and justified and holy and pure because of what Christ has done. And then he begins to work inside of us. The scripture says in Galatians 4 verse 19 that my children for whom I am in travail until Christ should be formed in you. So what's happening in sanctification? Sanctification, I oh, hope you get this. Sanctification is the process of us now becoming experientially what we already are positionally. So our position, we're, we're right now, now with sanctification, we are already becoming in our experience what we already are positionally in Christ. This is how you can do life without the stress. Does God like me today? I think he did yesterday. That's it, that's it. You're just going by your feelings. Where in the Bible does it say walk by your feelings? Walk by faith. Faith in what? In the word of God. Understand what the word of God teaches. It's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. It will direct our way. Friend, I want to tell you, we are in him. That's our position. Now Christ is working on that yucky stuff in your life. And, and, and I want to tell you, all of us have got yucky stuff in our life. And God says, right now, I'm going to start. Now I've sorted you out and you can stand innocent before me. Now I'm going to start working on the stuff. You. Yeah, I don't like that unforgiveness in you. I don't like that bitterness. I, you need to sort that out. Don't do that. Stop this. Change this. I want to shift this. I want you to start preaching the gospel. And he starts saying, well, I got afraid and I didn't obey you. And God, and God starts working and forming his life in you. This is what the Bible talks about, Christ in you. First we get in him, and then Christ gets in us. Christ in you. Listen, it's the hope of glory. Christ's work and working in you is the hope of glory. See, sanctification, it's the process of God beginning to form his character in us. So it's no longer, listen, it's no longer... You know, Galatians 2.20, it's no, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives where? In me. I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. I'm dead to sin. But Christ lives in me. All that we become, what? More like him. Someone said, this, and I, I, I like it. It says, it's by my friend Anon. It took me years to figure out who Anon was. Anonymous. I know, I'm a simple man. 
But it says, he who gave his image to us, we're made in the image of God. He who gave his image to us must of necessity wish to see his image in us. Oh, that's so good. I've got to say it again. He who gave his image to us must of necessity wish to see his image in us. So here's the process. We were saved. Christ died for our sins. We are in him. This is our justification. Secondly, we are being saved. Christ now subdues our sins. He is in us. This is our sanctification. And thirdly, we shall yet be saved. This is our redemption. Our perfection from glory. Yeah. Oh, Lord, help me. This is our redemption. I don't know if it's right. Don't say nothing. <laughs> no, I don't even know. I got me. But this is our Redemption. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Stop laughing. Okay. We shall yet be saved. This is our redemption, our perfection, our, if you like, glorification. You can see this demonstrated in the scripture. Second Corinthians 1 verse 10. Speaking of Christ, it says, who delivered us from so great a death. That's talking about our past. Who, he, he's delivered us. You're, you, you're delivered. He's delivered us. That's talking about our past. Who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver. That's the present. He's right now at work in our lives. And in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. That's talking about our, our future. So we were saved. We are being saved. And we shall yet be saved. He's taken care. I just want to tell you of your past, your present. And your future. So here's some key differences between justification and sanctification. In justification, we are declared righteous. While in sanctification, we become righteous. Justification is what God has done for us. While sanctification is what God does in us. Justification places us in right relationship with God, while sanctification is the fruit or evidence of that relationship. Justification declares us righteous legally. Sanctification makes us righteous experientially. So if the keyboard can come. Next week, we will go a little deeper in our understanding of sanctification, what Christ has done. Because I said, it's not just a legal word. It's a, this, this is a temple word. And so we need to fully or more fully understand the depth of what that word means. And so we can apply it to our life. But again, we have to remember that God has done this. 
When Jesus came into the world, when Jesus came, the world changed. Because Jesus came, my world changed. Is there anybody else here today? You want to show me your hand? He's changed your world. Twenty centuries have come and gone. And this truly is what what makes Christmas the most wonderful time of the year. I want to close with, with this. A man named George Swinnick said this, Heaven must be in thee before thee can be in heaven. Heaven must be in thee before thee can be in heaven. In other words, we cannot do or attain salvation by ourselves. God must do a work in us. Are you in Christ today? Are you in Him? And is He at work in you? If you're here today and you can't answer that question, if you're here today and you're going, man, no, I've never. I'm hearing this for the first time. Or maybe maybe you've been coming to church for ages, but you've never under understood what, what Christ has actually done and achieved on the cross. And maybe you're a person who, who, who like, well, I'm, I've just got to sort my life out. I've just got to fix all this stuff up in my life so I can come come to God. You know, I need to fix this part of my life. And I, I messed up over here real bad. So I've got to, I've got to fix this and I've got to sort this area out over here. Just got to sort of get myself more pure, more holy, more... Listen, friend, holiness is not the way to Christ. But Christ is the way to holiness. He makes us holy. For our righteousness is like a filthy rag before a holy God. He makes us holy. It's a work of God. All this is from God. He can work that in your life even today. If you would give your life and respond to his call. Would you bow your head for a moment? Christ on the cross died so we can live. Because of what he did, we are now those who follow him and submit themselves to his purpose are now being found in him. Not having a righteousness of their own, but a righteousness that comes from God. 
But maybe he needs to be getting a new work in you. A new sanctifying work in and through you. The Bible says that he knocks on the door of our heart and if you would open that door, he will come in and begin that work. You need that work to begin today. You need to get right with God today. In a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer that's just like Jesus. I'm a sinner. But I need you today. I've, I've tried to fix my life. I've tried to sort myself out, but I can't. Today, I'm just coming to you. I, I, I've understood all of this is from God, and today I'm submitting my life to you that I might be found in you and that you can begin a work in me. I'm going to pray a prayer. And this prayer is just, Lord, would you do that today? And if you're here today and you're saying, Pastor, please include me in that prayer. As I'm speaking, if you want to be included in that prayer, I'm going to ask you in a moment. I'm going to count to three and just ask you to slip your hand up. And when you slip your hand up, you're just saying, I want this prayer that you're praying to include me in it. Every head bowed and every eye closed. It's a moment between you and God. You, can, you know the Spirit of God is knocking on the door of your heart right now. And so if that's you, when I count to three, just slip your hand up and see you're saying, I want to be included in that prayer. I want to be found in Him, and I want Him to begin a work in me. One, remember Christ loves you. Two, all this is from God. It's not about what you have to do, but what He has done. If you want to be included in that prayer, just put your hand up. Three, just say that to me. Thank you. It's nice and high so I can see it. Anyone else, thank you. Anyone else, thank you over here. Anyone else, you're just saying it's between you and God. Thank you down the back. All right, slip those hands down. Let us all pray this prayer together. And I'd ask you to pray it, not just lightly, pray it strongly. This is life changing. This is a moment. This is a, where God, I said a prayer like this many, many years ago. It changed my life. And I'm believing it will change lives here today. So pray in a loud voice, Lord Jesus. That's not a loud voice. Lord Jesus, I come to you today, a sinner in definite need of a loving Savior. I have sinned and fallen short. But today I turn from my sin and turn towards God. Be my Savior and my Lord. Let me now be found in you. And now you begin your work in me. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you pray that prayer today, just understand the Bible talks about the fact that you are born again. Born of God. If you've said that for the first time, as you're going out of there, there'll be going out of here today, there'll be pastors who have got gift packs who can grab, it's got a Bible in it, grab one of those and tell them I prayed that prayer for the first time today and let them share with you what, what, what could be your next, next step. Amen.
Would you stand? Can we put our hands together for all those who said yes to Jesus today? And again, if you need prayer for anything, for anything, big, small, in between, there's a prayer station over here where there will be people who will minister and pray with you and for you for anything. Let me give a blessing over you. Just stretch your hands out like this. Number six, it tells, uh, number six in the Bible, it tells us the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, as I say to you today, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. To the king of the ages, the immortal, invisible, and the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen.